silver boulder saved my life. What's up, alien clones? My name is Mary. My name is Siobhan. And my name is Natalie. And this is the Unclothed Sisters podcast. And today, All right. so- we are recapping uh, season one, episode Trace. That is, Matt is a stand up guy. <sighs> God, this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> I truly like PS butt face. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this episode. I have, it's very fitting that this is going to be the one that I have to do like the plot synopsis for and like lead on because I avoided watch this episode made me cringe so hard when I was younger. Like I just, I could not sit through this episode multiple times. I specifically avoided it (laughs) multiple times. Like every time I would like made like, in the times that I would rewatch NBB, I, I avoided this episode um, until very recently when I did it from start to finish. No excuses. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I realized, actually, this is a pretty good episode. You don't actually have to feel secondhand embarrassment about it. <laughs> I still do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's... Oh, the cringe. The I, cringe. But yeah. I honestly have to say that this episode, like speaks to me deeply because it truly feels like my worst fever dream ever of like writing this really emotional powerful introspective song and then just like everyone taking it the wrong way like that's literally what happens in my dreams that's incredible because i literally have a (laughs) note written down that i never felt so seen by someone until this episode just because of everyone's laughing at nat you know, behind the scenes of this music video as they're watching people shake their butts on camera. And then Nat's like, but that's not what the song is about at all. And I had never felt more seen or more validated in that moment when I was a young, angsty, you know, preteen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but like, I'm not sit- I'm not vibing with the whole people not taking my song seriously i'm more afraid my worst nightmare is not that people won't take my song seriously or think it's hilarious my fucking worst fear is the stand-up comedy moment and people realizing hey you're not fucking funny (laughs) (laughs) that is my worst fear i I don't know maybe it says something about me versus y'all but like i don't know no i get it though i I get it though because it's like that deep embarrassment like, there's no turning back from that. You just got to own that you did that really cringy you thing. That you said your wife was as fucking fat as a mattress <laughs> and that you say, do I, when you get married. Uh-huh. I mean, we're getting ahead of you. So let's, let's jump into the episode, Siobhan. Take it away. Let's jump into the... All right. So, I mean, the episode in particular, Nat's a stand-up guy. He does stand-up comedy because he's been told by several people, you're not funny. Your song is actually funny. Why are you taking yourself so seriously? And he also wants to impress Rosalina because she like has taken an affinity for stand-up comedy this week by watching George Lopez at the music video set. He's determined to prove his sense of humor, but he looks closer to home for better material. So the episode begins with uh, what we usually begin with in this particular season where we're filming a music video uh, and they're singing Catch Up With The End over a green screen. The country aesthetic. Let's start off with that. <laughs> it's beautiful. In front of like it's not really in front of skyscrapers. Yeah, like wait a minute. Like you can tell how New York they are because like if they really wanted it to be pretty country, they would do it in like I don't know a countryside. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know why there was um, drone shots of skyscrapers going on in the background. We'll never know. We never got to see the whole music video. I I, I really want to talk to about this because honestly, what the fuck was the rest of the music video gonna be? Like, all we saw was this like country ass chicken shot, and then some butts, like, <laughs> and then butts, <laughs> like that. I want to get it like rear end. <laughs> like, like what more? 
was to come. I want to know, like, what other lyrics in the song were, like, mistaken as funny. Because, like, nothing really else is funny um, in that fucking in song. without water, fell into a sack filled with quarters, fighting the king of evolution, dream of an imaginary land. This is so Beatles. Dude. This is so fucking Beatles. <laughs> this song, though, oh, God. it hits different. Like, I've been listening to it in the car a lot lately, and... Like, this song always kind of strikes me when I'm going through, like, major life changes because I'm going through a lot of changes at work right now and then I'm off, obviously thinking about, like, the rest of my life while getting engaged and, like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it, like, kind of, it's, like, a weird, like, growing up, coming of age song for me. It always has been. Catch up with the end. That's so, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Get it? It's super cute, but I'm... But yeah, Get it? the song like, itself, like, on. aside from the goofiness, is really solid mm-hmm. really heartwarming it's like dang <laughs> i love it yeah and then nat doesn't know what's coming because here comes alex in a fucking chicken suit when he <laughs> sings the line running like a chicken without its head alex as a green screened headless chicken and nat is so fucking confused he just cannot <laughs> he cannot articulate what he's thinking <laughs> and then the director's like wait a minute bitch did you hear what the fuck I said? Shake <laughs> some ass! <laughs> he says that to Alex. Literally. And Alex does it. <laughs> and then Nat's like, bitch, did you hear what the fuck I said? It's not a funny song. <laughs> Alex, and they're just running? Like, good boy. Yeah, I was running. Oh my God. And they just don't care. They just don't care. They're like, okay, we're going to do whatever the hell I want. Sorry, Nat. It's a funny song. <laughs> I mean, but also, like, if it was really that funny of a song, they would be laughing the entire time, not just when Alex comes out in the chicken suit. You know? Right. It's not that funny. <laughs> and so they just, like, they're just, they're going. Also, the other thing that I want to know, they didn't go over this concept with Nat before they <laughs> yeah, did it. Yeah, it was a complete shock, apparently. Yeah, and nobody else wanted to contest the humor of this song with the writer of the song before they went in and did it. No. Well, better yet, just- everyone had already accepted wholesale that this is what was going to happen. And oh, Nat was yeah. just in the dark, I guess. Because we love record labels. Yes, this is the industry, folks. This is the music industry. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't get in the music industry. <laughs> this is so much. This is also think- the part where we get... To hear the director go running with a chicken without its head. Oh my god! Like you're you're oh running god. beside the chicken, guys. It's next. You're to running you. with, running with the chicken without its head. It's taking you along for its ride. I want to know what the director's like in real life. Does he actually have that fucking accent? <laughs> Probably not. But like, no. But he also played the, wing. Remember? Wait, he also played wing. That was the same actor. Yeah. God, the budgetary concerns on this show were something else, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they didn't have someone like that in. Draper, se- I mean, the Draper Wolf Trust Fund. I mean, I wanted to say that like they had, they didn't have someone like that in season three, but let's be real. That fucking Lars von Trier ass director that they have, art is not supposed to be funny. <laughs> I'm an artist. There's nothing dude, funny about art. <laughs> Oh yeah, with the that's not during this episode. Producer, oh my god, <laughs> he's an artist. He's an artist. <laughs> okay, but, but I love how the scene ends with Nat just fucking kicking Alex on the floor. <laughs> yeah, but like the chicken, like part happens for so many seconds and minutes. It's like watching it yesterday when I like rewatched it before recording. I was just like, it's just still happening. It's just still. He's still the doing chicken. the chicken thing. Like, it, it just doesn't but, stop. To be fair, though, we were laughing, like, the whole time. So it was that funny. <laughs> it was exactly that funny. Unfortunately, yes. I also, in this scene, love Rosalina's pink cowboy hat. Just like... Oh, my God, uh, yes. <laughs> a really cute little Dolly cherry Parton on top. Who? Dolly who? Seriously. <laughs> Jolene, please. Don't... Take my chicken without its head. by Lady Gaga, except the cover is Rosalina in her pink hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bro. The concept album. Bro, period. Yes, amazing. Long distance relationships by Lady Gaga as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> so then we get the theme song, and then we get back into the episode. And there's still more fucking shenanigans going on on set because they bring Matt over and they're like, hey, check it out. For the music video, we're doing a twerking montage. All these people are going up to the camera and just shaking some ass. Oh, remember when I made the bitch, did you hear what the fuck I said, shake some ass joke? I'm gonna make it again. So where did they get did you hear? extras to hop onto the camera for two seconds, shake their ass, and walk off? And that was, that was it. I want to know, like what the casting call for that would have been like, cause I've seen casting calls before. Like I've seen them. I've like helped write them. Cause like, you know, hairstylist, makeup artist, life for film and whatever. Here's a casting call. Naked brothers band music video. Shake ass, then leave. Nice. Right. <laughs> like, that's that's my kind of fucking job. Jello like ass. Like the three of us wouldn't fucking respond immediately to that oh, I- goddamn call, though. Like, <laughs> I'm like at Starbucks moment. tomorrow, and there's like a sign on the bulletin board that's like, "Ass shaker needed for Naked Brothers Band music video." <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be like, "Here's my fucking number. Here's my home address. Like, here's my W nine. Like, I'm ready. Here's my social security number. Let's go." <laughs> I'm fucking screaming right now. I fucking cannot believe that this was just said in front of my salad. <laughs> anyway. And you're literally like, eating a salad now, right? In so many words, you're eating just a vegetable medley. Yeah, I am eating a vegetable medley. But, Zesty. you know, Nat disapproves of this butt shaking. And he's like, the people race towards death and nobody sees the beauty of life. That's what Ketchup with the End is about. <laughs> and then fucking Thomas and David, because of course, they're just like, that's spooky. This is funny. Like, fuck you, Nat. I don't want to listen to you be a deep guy. We had a problem the last episode with Nat being a deep guy. And now he's too deep and he's not funny enough because he doesn't want to put butts in his music video about death. <laughs> God, he just can't catch a fucking break. He really can't. And he really cannot. So what does he do instead? He just, he goes home and he starts to try and write a song about a chimpanzee. And this song Which is- a fucking slap really does. Ass. I can't <laughs> myself on the daily. <laughs> the chimpanzee in the porta potty Fucking, this shit's still fresh. Natalie, <laughs> whenever I think of the chimpanzee song. So there was one night where you were not sober and <laughs> you called me like at midnight and you were just sitting on the couch with Lee. You had been like just watching TV or something. And we were both like rewatching the show. And you sang the chimpanzee song to me. Do you remember this? I Oh, this is actually coming to me now. I remember this. Um, I think that was when I was really sick. Yes. Um, Back when you had In February when I had like <laughs> a mysterious flu-like virus that may or may not have been COVID. I remember I was binging NBB on iTunes. As you should. <laughs> Well, I was homesick. I was I was bedridden for like two weeks. And I remember were, this. You were not sober, but you were also loopy. You were <laughs> I'm sure I was probably on like NyQuil or something. Oh God, yeah. You sang the chimpanzee song to me, and then you sang, "Hey Rosalina, come check out these farts." Well, I did get a couple of those. I also it was great. Like <laughs> I was drunk on NyQuil when he wrote the chimpanzee song. Chimpanzee, oh chimpanzee, oh chimpanzee. So good. So good. I love it. And I love that, you know, when Alex comes over and he's like, you're not funny, but you're the kind of funny that grownups think is funny. I like wanted to know what that meant when I was a child and I still don't know what that means. Cause like. I, I identify st- with that so hard. Well, what is the kind of funny that grownups think is funny? Like. If I had to describe it in my own words, like, grown-ups think it's funny when you're, like, sarcastic and abysmal with your jokes. And kids think it's funny if you, like, say poop. Right. <laughs> I think poop jokes are funny. I mean, it's not like it's not like when I said poop just now, it wasn't funny. But it's like, if you're, like, a proper adult, you're going to pretend it's not funny. Adult, oh, I'm going to laugh at poop jokes like in public. Adults like the old soul type humor, you know? They're like, oh, you're an old soul. Well, think about the outcome of the episode where it's like words making fun of yourself and, and saying butt face is yeah. what gets you comedic relief. Classic. Absolutely. It's great. It's great. And then the next scene, we learn more about why butt poop fart jokes are funny because fucking 
Alex is sitting there and he's just going to Rosalina and Cooper. And they just think it's the funniest thing on the planet. And it's just a (laughs) farting dog joke. Like, that's all it is. And they just think it's the funniest thing on the planet. They're scream laughing. I mean, like, I mean. They really are. They're losing it. And I want to know what was the actual joke that they were told. It couldn't have just been Alex, like, making mouth farts. That could not well, have just been it, you know? There was a webisode in the uh, digital series, so it's it's for free on iTunes. I remember so this. Look I remember it up. This. It's called The Joke, and they tell the joke, um, the full joke, on the webisode. What is the joke? Tell it. Um, the joke is about a guy who goes over to dinner at his girlfriend's family's house and he's really really nervous and he has to fart so he accidentally like lets one out but then there's a dog there and then the father (laughs) goes like rover you know and and the guy's like oh my god he's like blaming the dog this is great and so he just keeps farting and then eventually the guy's like the dad's like rover get over here before he poops on your head oh my god (laughs) Okay, yeah, so you like knows. I'm processing yeah. that. I'm processing that was a lot more too. complex than I anticipated. Yeah, that was a very a, layered that's... fart joke. <laughs> yeah, because I, I fart told jokes are like onions. Because <laughs> I told a very short summary of it, but like you're supposed <laughs> to like draw it out and do the whole, you know. I can't even make the, the farts sound. Uh uh-uh. uh. I feel like See, like, you do the farts way classier. Way classier. I do the farts than way classier. What does that mean? What makes I don't a know fart what that classier? Means either. Well, you either. know, I, I don't know what the fuck that Alex, means. And, like, the way that I do it, <laughs> the way he mansplains <laughs> the joke to Rosalina. Oh my god, if you have to fucking explain the joke and also mansplain the joke, you're just. You're losing it, compared like pe- completely. Period. I, I said period. You know what? It's, it's honestly, I've I was with it. I you knew what I was you saying. Know? You know what yeah. I was. Okay, good. Love it. Awesome. Love you, baby. So Nat's just so fucking frustrated at this point because Alex was the one who learned that joke from Nat, and then Nat didn't have the opportunity to be funny even though Alex is funnier than Nat. And to this day, I will say Alex is funnier than Nat. True. Stella's last weekend is just proof. I, I I mentioned this in the last episode and I will mention it again. Like Stella's last weekend. It, God, Alex is so fucking funny. Just the entire time. I can't take it. <laughs> I will say though, that, that that dichotomy of two different types of humor pervades and I think it shows now, not in like whether adults or children like that humor, but the fact that I identify more with Nat's sense of humor and you identify more with Alex's. Yeah, it's because I'm funnier than you. <sighs> yes, well, you're I, mad. Whenever our friends you. would come over, I would always hang out with the adults and you would hang out with our friends and I'm, that's me. That is so not what happened, but okay. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I'll fight you about this. It's my James Brown t-shirt. It's our James Brown t-shirt. No, it's my James Brown t-shirt. <laughs> I wrote this song. I wrote this song, yeah. So, yeah, one of my notes in here, I, I already said it, but yeah, poop jokes will always be funny. I don't give a fuck. How do you tell a poop joke incorrectly, too? Like, I don't get it. So Nat's I stressed think- out. <laughs> He's stressed out. He heads outside the fucking studio and he's like practicing his farts. He's practicing farting in front of Rosalina. I love it. This is also some of the cringe. Listen to these farts. God. And he just keeps doing it. And then he's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to talk to Rosalina and I'm just going to start fucking farting in front of her. God. The girl magnet. More like the fucking ass cheeks magnet because he'd just be <laughs> farting up a storm in this episode. And there's butts in his music video. There's so much going on here. Yeah, well, and the, and the club <laughs> is called Monkey Butts, right? Oh my god! That's so true. <laughs> god, there's just ass everywhere the in this The ass episode. cheek magnet. The Naked Brothers the band cheek. are ass men. <laughs> the Naked Ass Band. Episode. I said what I said. 
<laughs> I hate it here. So yeah, Rosalina is watching George Lopez, and I don't think George Lopez makes fucking fart jokes. I mean, if someone out there is like a connoisseur of George Lopez's stand-up career, and you know about some infamous fart jokes that I don't know about, come to me. Like, I for all the times that I, maybe not in stand-up form, but for all the times I woke up at three in the morning and George Lopez was fucking playing on my TV, <laughs> I never heard a fart joke. So like. I don't know, man, but she's, Rosalina's impressed with an actual comedian. And then that's just in the corner. Like, hey, Rosalina, like, I do it way better. I go like. We've got to explain the farts, too, not just the joke. Not just the joke. And she's like, actually, would you ever give someone you love your kidney? (laughs) I just think that's just true love. (laughs) I low-key. And then I love this, this, like, this almost, like, hypothetical that comes out. But then doesn't like he doesn't finish it when Nat's like, well, what if like the person you love like their kidneys are like fine? Like, <laughs> so he like starts asking that, and it's like, what the fuck? Your kid, like you want to? <laughs> why not just kiss her instead of give her your kidney, dog? Like, look, it's a if lot the person, easier. If they don't need your kidney, then it's not true love. Look, I just couldn't I guess get so. past his cargo shorts that fell below his knees. Those are shants. They're short pants. Chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's Cargo exactly sh- what those are. Cargo chance. I baby yeah. here. With those like it's like some skater shoe. Not like D- it's like a DC type shoe, but not like, you know, on brand. But I was like, oh yeah. god, I hate it here. That was the look though. Really was. DM me if you look like that. I just remember thinking that <laughs> DM was me. so hot. And I'm like, this is a child wearing chance. This is such a well. Then that means that we're normal because we're not thinking about children chance in a bad way. You know, I I think that means that we're normal and we're outgrowing some of these things, Mary. I guess I just think about present day Nat Wolf in chance, and I want to die. I fucking hope he wears chance. No more chance for Nat. Please give him a pair of (laughs) chance. No, no, no. Get him a pair of the one legged jeans. Ah. No, but one of them has to be a shant, and the other one has to be, like, a full leg. I hate it! <laughs> okay, wait, no, concept idea, y'all? What about one booty short, one shant? Oh, no! No, 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 That's no. the look. That, and then the NBB corset. Make and it that's the look. corset. <laughs> oh, God, I'm gonna fucking puke. <laughs> I NBB hate it corset. here! With a Jimmy wig. <laughs> it's called fashion look it up yeah so moving on with the episode i think i'm gonna be a stand-up comic <laughs> he's talking to the camera i love this scene oh, oh, love we, this we can't forget oh, we can't fucking forget when he when rosalina's talking about the kidneys and then she talks about how alex is so funny and he should be a stand-up comic and nat goes alex's kidneys are fine (laughs) (laughs) it's like my favorite part of this episode the sass alex's kidneys are fine you can't be funny unless you have kidney disease it's true you can't you know sometimes it just fucking be like that but yeah so they start fighting about farts and they start fighting about who's funnier, and they keep doing the fart noise, and then Nat just, like, pushes Alex over and starts drooling on him. I'm gonna drool on you. you. I'm it's gonna tell so Dad. fucking... It's so fucking gross. It's, and also, he just sucker punches him in the arm, because he's like, I'm way funnier than you. Nat! Nat, what no. the fuck? I'm a bully. I'm gonna be the greatest stand-up comedy guy in the world! And, and then, then the transition from that scene to the scene at the comedy club, the stock music in the background is the fucking chimpanzee song. Oh my god, yeah. Doot, the fucking... Doot, 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 doot. Yeah, why is it the chimpanzee it's song? It's so fucking funny. I love it. We had the, Who arranged Natalie and that? I? Who orchestrated that? Michael Who recorded Wolf, that in the studio? I want Michael your number. Wolf, I will send you $100 on PayPal. Michael Wolf, probably. Dude, I will send himself. It, drop you that PayPal, it. drop that Venmo. I'm I got a hundred bucks for you. They don't I need just, it. I can't. again. This is the Wolf Draper Trust Fund. <laughs> yeah, they probably have so much money. So many dollars. <laughs> and I absolutely hate this sequence at the comedy club. It's just so cringy. It's so hard to watch. 
Yeah. How about everybody in the corner? No about it. Everybody in the corner in the band with the fucking sunglasses. The fact that the comedy club is named Monkey Butts. Like, the I don't know. The sunglasses inside is so funny to me. I don't know too much about comedy clubs, uh, but we did go to one called Acme that was in Minneapolis. I don't know if it still exists. Yeah, Acme Comedy Club. And then there's, yeah, in the, in the North Loop, right? Yeah, it was in the North Loop. We went there to see Craig once. But it certainly was not like this, although I was definitely thinking of this episode a little bit. I was like, this is what a comedy club is like. All right, cool. <laughs> this is what it was like when Nat Wolf performed at Monkey Butts. This was women it. fanning themselves and fangirling over 11 years. Oh my God. Imagine you go to a comedy club and then you see your celebrity crush just fucking bomb it in front of everyone. Imagine that. Like, if I went into a comedy club and then suddenly fucking Leonardo DiCaprio's on stage, I show him, like, my, hey, I love you. I've got a fucking tattoo of you on my arm. And then he just bombs it. That would, I would think I would just lose my boner instantly. Okay, okay. Everyone just imagine Leo DiCaprio walking on stage <laughs> and saying, my wife is so fat that yesterday I tried to put sheets on her. But like, like imagine that coming out of his mouth. <laughs> it would probably be something worse. Like, no, don't turn over the age of twenty-five. You're too sexy. Ha ha ha. Good. It would probably be something like that. If we're being honest, I thought honest she was here. a mattress. You I know? She was a because I, I, I thought because I thought she was a mattress because because I thought she was under the age of twenty-five. Who uh, wrote that joke? Polly, Polly. you owe me a hundred dollars. Probably Polly herself. Should be ashamed. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I also love, um, I love Cooper backstage that when he goes, that's good. He's explaining. <laughs> he's explaining it. That ex Cooper Hart. <laughs> that, that's it's good so that he's good. Explaining. God, no, there is nothing good about explaining a joke, Cooper. You need to fucking loosen your business suit a little bit. And then, and then Sonny's back there like, oh, he really could have used the accordion there. God. And then when he fucking jumps out in the scene with the accordion, I don't know if it's like some pedal tone or some like weird harmonic that's sticking out, but there's like this really nasty God, low note that you can this. hear. You're talking about this. The music is so funny. I made Siobhan rewind the episode so that I could sing along. It's like this tritone pedal tone at the bottom range of the accordion in this. And it sounds so bad and it is so fucking funny. I, fucking I love it you. so much. I hate you so much for making me happy to listen to that. And the fact <laughs> that you pointed it out to me just pisses me off so much. Look, I took aural skills in college for a reason. What the fuck are aural skills? So aural is like auralizing music, like auralizing. Don't you mean thing. analyzing? No, a u r a l. Yeah, I mean antihistamine, actually. Yeah, you mean antihistamine. Anal lies, anal eyes, anal lies. We did have a class in music school called complex analysis, which was like formal analysis of music, and we all called it complex like, um, anal. Um. Yep. This is music. This, no. is a, this is a song. This is a song with chords, and it's about a chimpanzee in a porta potty. Yeah, That's that was the, the song. only song. That's I music took a whole semester, then. a whole semester to just analyze the chimpanzee song. I'm writing my dissertation on it. Actually, I'm going back to school, folks. Yay! The porta potty. The porta potty. And then they're in <laughs> the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I love how that's see poop and butt jokes. That's the porta potty is what we take from the chimpanzee. Yep. Yeah, that's what we take from it. Let's also, let's get back to the fucking house after the comedy club. And Alex is shaving with a sonic hair. I hate it when you shave I love this. Because Nat's brushing his teeth. And then Alex takes the fucking toothbrush and he just starts shaving with it. This is the original. I love it. Like, I have a Clairsonic for my skincare girls out there. I have a Clairsonic at home. And like, that's exactly the same thing. Is a fucking toothbrush while you shave. Yes. God, just this sequence. And he's like, I, mean, I guess you're right. It's not my fault that you're not fucking funny. Yeah, Alex Wolf said fuck on Nickelodeon. He did that. Uh, Someone start that rumor. I'm starting it here. Tell all your friends. NBB recap stands rise. <laughs> it's fucking, it's something that he would do. He would say the fuck word on Nickelodeon. He would. What's the E it, word? Yeah. What's the E word? E -word. Did we talk about that during the movie? 
I need to know what the fucking E word is. I cannot believe we glossed over that when we. What is the E word? I mean, Thomas already asked. The C word is crapola. Yeah. Allegedly. We all know what the C word is. Yeah. And it's crapola. It's a cheeky C7. But what's the fucking E word? Uh. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, trying to think of like the nastiest word I know that starts with E. I'm just gonna get, type into Google right now. Bad words that <laughs> start okay, with you could have just E. Googled what's the E word. Yeah, you could have, Siobhan. Wait, there's a no. There's a fucking swear dictionary out there. I love it. Love it. Ooh. Love it. Let's see. What's the E word? There's no e-words. Yeah, that's right, bitch. The e-word what the fuck is, is the e-word? Everybody's cried at least once. <laughs> I'm on Reddit now, and it says, "Are there any swear words that start with the letter E?" And one of them says "e fuck." <laughs> that's it, folks. One says "e gads." <laughs> one says, "Fucking my ex-wife's name." I won't say it. Too vulgar. <laughs> it's actually e titties. It's e girl. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's, that's the E word. Is it's, it's fucking E girl. It's E T. <laughs> e T. The baby. The baby doggy. The baby doggy. Yeah. So then Nat eventually comes back into the room after Alex just shuts him out, and he's like, "I'm sorry that like you're not funny, Nat." So Nat finally comes back into the bedroom after whoever knows how long they sat out there for, and he comes back in and. He's talking to Alex because Alex finally feels like, you know, he can talk to Nat without wanting to fucking kill him. And he's like, well, Nat, you're not funny, but why did you want to be a stand-up comedy guy anyway? And Nat was like, well, Rosalina likes George Lopez. So he just took one little tiny thing and just fucking ran with it. So Rosalina watches stand-up comedy equals Rosalina wants to date a comedian. Uh, No, I could not imagine what it's like to date a stand-up comedian, to be honest with you. Uh, certainly not George Lopez. I don't think I could do it. I low-key hate stand-up comedians. Not like I hate George Lopez. Like, he's fine. He's... I just can't. (laughs) I cannot sit there and just watch stand-up comedy. There's a couple of stand-up shows that I have really liked. Uh, Weirdo by Donald Glover is one of them. Yeah, that one's good as shit. Anything Bo Burnham has ever done. Love. I love that man love so much i love john mulaney. and then daniel Slaws. there's that one oh john mulaney i've not seen his stand-up i i keep hearing just like everybody's on the john mulaney hype train right now and i want i know. absolutely adore hassan minhaj i love everything he fucking says it's so fucking funny okay i just i think that like the peak of stand-up comedy was when you know donald glover talked about the fucking Home Depot incident. I think that that was the peak of stand-up comedy. Right there. Oh, and the uh, fucking... What is the one Bo Burnham song that just kills me every time? <laughs> he meant to knock the water over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you all thought it was an accident. <laughs> Art is alive. Oh, I love um, Bo had sex with Rob's mom. <laughs> The one, what did I do last night? That one, I just lose my shit every time. (laughs) I could ride myself to sleep, and that's the whole song. I love it. And that's just it. It's so good. God, I just, Bo Burnham. Set the precedent. I don't know. But other stand-up comedy guys, not as great. And Nat Wolf is certainly no Bo Burnham. He ain't one of them. He ain't one of them. So he goes to bed for the night. He goes to bed for the night and he sees these letters that are under his pillow. And Alex is like, don't fucking read those. I wrote you like hate mail while I was mad at you. And it's, it's amazing. We get to hear it soon. I love it. And this, I love this scene so much because I used to write, like there was one time when I wrote this really fucking nasty note about Siobhan when we were kids. And I think it was meant at the time. I dated it, by the way. I put the date on it because I'm a Capricorn. And um, 
<laughs> but I dated it and it was like 2006, okay? And it's like this really nasty note about Siobhan doing all these like really disgusting things. And I just like signed and dated it and I think I was gonna like hide it and never show it to her. But my parents found it one day when they were cleaning my room and they like still pass a picture of it back and forth and like oh, we and talk about like, it all the time. Just to like let you know, like I'm not gonna say too much about this letter because like it's embarrassing <laughs> for me to fucking talk about to this day. It's so dirty. It's like she wrote a dirty fanfic about me. <laughs> Interesting. Like, it's disgusting. She straight up wrote a dirty fanfic about me at age 10. <laughs> to piss me off because she well, was mad was at like, me. I picked, like, all of the characters of all of our favorite TV shows and movies and actors and whatever that would, like, either make her cringe or make her uncomfortable. And so it was, like, the antagonist from Disturbia and <laughs> Nat Wolf and like some character from a YouTube poop and like it was just the greatest crossover episode. Yeah. It was the greatest, yeah. most ambitious cinematic masterpiece. But it was not. It was yeah. And I'm just like, no, don't read those. Oh no. <laughs> but then it's Nat so genuine, though. But Nat saves the notes and he takes them to the kidney benefit. Yeah. George Lopez is playing basketball with the children. I, I totally forgot that this was a kidney benefit until, like, just now. I totally fucking forgot. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's the relevance of kidneys? Because and then Alex's I remember Rosalina. Because Alex's kidneys are fine. Because Alex's kidneys are fine, so we had to throw a benefit for, you know, his working kidneys. Hell yeah. We, had, we just had to flex on him. I had, you know I had to do it to him. It's a prequel to the Alex <laughs> It is a prequel to the Alex Honestly, Yeah. But, you know, before they play the funny chicken song, Catch Up With The End, Nat reads off the notes. He's like, Nat, you're a butt face, <laughs> and I hate you, and you're not funny. P.S. butt face. And it's just, it's a fucking hoot and a half. You know, I, I mean, I, I still think that they're funny. And then he's like, actually, so we're going to play this song called Catch Up With The End. Apparently, it's really funny. Feel free to laugh your heads off. And then they play it, and everyone just starts, like, crying. And it's, like, really emotional. And then the director's wife is like, you made the sad chicken song funny? The sad, sad chicken song. Sad chicken anytime, song. And she's, like, calling him babushka. And anytime I hear the word babushka, I think of Kate Bush now. Just, like, because I'm gay. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I'm just, it's, oh, yeah. I love Catch Up With The End. I also love the guitar solo in that song. Ooh, I was just yeah. gonna say that I would love to hear that solo revamped by Kasim someday that would you know be so Keith fun Kasim can probably play it now probably. you know he probably can yeah. i believe in him catch up with the end so yeah, yeah th this song is another one where it's just like i can't believe a kid so young wrote something so complex okay. like this yeah. it's it's something you know like just that vibe pervades throughout all three seasons of the show it's just like what the fuck how did this kind of talent end up all in, like, these fucking kids? It's insane. But it's pretty cool. As far as I'm concerned, you know, it's it's pretty fucking good. You know? I'm here for it. Because Nat Wolf. Because Nat Wolf. He was because just a, he... He's a little genius. Why am I a little everything? <laughs> and George Lopez comes up to him later, and he's like, well, the reason why you did good tonight, you did good stand-up comedy tonight, is because... Buttface is a funny word. T. And you're able to laugh at yourself. Which is actually very good life advice if you think about it. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. being able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like pretty good. Pretty good. And then it's the end of the episode. You know, Nat's at the end of the night, Nat takes Rosalina home. He walks her, you know, through the park and everything. And my favorite song oh. ever that Nat has ever written. Seriously, I indeed can see is my favorite song ever that i love it so much it is a whole mood i love the dim lighting they're just running through the city i indeed can see his playing oh my word everything about and they're it. just talking about farts and they're talking about the classy farts the classy farts oh god it's so cute it's i like, love I'll it so much there. And she's like i'm in flip-flops and like uh, i'll never get over it We'll never get over it. It's so cute. Well, it, it makes me just question, like, knowing what's coming ahead since I'm, like, watching it, this show for, like, the billionth time. Like, how did we get from, like, this pure, like, childlike infatuation and friendship with one another 
and go from this cute scene with I indeed can see while they're racing through the park and then fast forward to like the way that they fucking treat each other in the third season and like Operation Mojo and all that kind of stuff it's it's (laughs) like I know this is a fucking three season long Nickelodeon show but it's like there's also it's like I'm mourning bitch like I'm trying to I'm trying to work through all of this in my head and it does not compute you know what I mean no it does not compute it just makes me so sad I guess it's a realistic take on you know that's growing up like their relationship of course isn't going to be the same as it was a couple years ago like it's you know gonna continually change because people change Mm mm-hmm I guess so. Yeah, it just doesn't make it less sad. I guess totally. I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's it's like a bittersweet, nostalgic kind of feeling watching this, um, watching this like ending sequence, knowing what already happens in the future. <laughs> yeah, cool. but like I said, I, I I never thought that Nat and Rosalina were endgame. I'm here for Nat X Cooper, so. That's valid. That's completely <laughs> fucking valid. One thing that I learned that I didn't know was a thing. So there's this fucking George Lopez movie called Mr. Troop Mom. Oh, where the and, Brothers Band played. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I know. I don't know this. What? Yeah, I didn't know this either. But now I need to particularly see the scene specifically where NBB plays. I had no fucking clue that this was a thing. Yeah, because yeah. NBB like, shows up at the camp. Like the whole band, or is it just Nat and Alex? I think it's. Um, I saw the movie when it came on to Nickelodeon, but it was so long ago. Obviously, it was like you know, NBB times. It was like they NBB they times. said it was like the whole band. I think only Nat and Alex appeared. Okay, cool. I'll I will definitely have to watch. That. I had to bring that up because George Lopez is in this episode. Right. I had to bring that up. You did. <sighs> you really did. We really did. So, what should we touch on elsewise for this fucking for this fucking episode? <laughs> well, I would first off like to point out that we didn't make it through this third episode without a Nickelodeon chaos montage. No, we which, didn't. Which ensues in this episode right after the How Dare You Make the Sad Sad Chicken song funny and the accordion comes in and everyone's running around and There's no chaos montage. Yes, there is. No. Yeah. No, there isn't. That's not even chaos. She just beats him with a purse. That's pretty yeah, close in my brain. That's the, pretty chaotic. Then the, then the accordion music cues up and... But it's not fast, so it's not chaotic. Yeah. You know? Oh, whatever. Whatever, Nat. Ali. Fideller. Come on, Natalie. <laughs> I hate that. That's... That's that episode invented fanboy Cracker Barrel. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. We'll get there. <laughs> oh yeah, and I Mary, share all the fun trivia I have about that episode. Oh, you have fun trivia about that episode. I really do. Oh, I'm fucking ready. I am ready. Sweet, awesome, love it here. <laughs> oh, I gotta f- highlight the fact that this happened over podcasts. <laughs> go for it. Oh, right. here we go. Yeah, they fucking followed me on TikTok. I gotta check now. I'm gonna look at TikTok one more time. I they said they're they're kind of boomers when it comes to TikTok. Yes, it seems <laughs> they're mood. they're boomers, and it's like, hey, we have a TikTok. Who should we follow? <laughs> God, it's annoying, but like. I'm I guess it works. Waiting for them to notice me. I'm like, I've made like 17. I want them to notice you too. Seriously. So they're following 33 people right now, and I'm one of them. <laughs> and I don't know what I did to deserve this honor, but I'm feeling pretty good. Honestly, they have about 50. 50- I am feeling the real feelings because Nat and Alex, they fucking followed me back on TikTok. But are you feeling any of the fake feelings? So if you search the tag Alex Wolf on TikTok, Mary, you and I come up pretty hard in it. There's the video that I met you through, and then there's my voiceover video. Because why will they? <laughs> I still don't. Me? I don't know because yours. I'm trying to think of how many likes. Okay, let me take a look. Yeah, I mean yours got about 90 likes. It's not like it's fucking buried in there. It shows up. It's like right at the. No, mine has. It, like it's within 3, the first 000. 10 videos. Mine has like 3,000 some likes. 
like the one of me showing off all my merch oh i was talking about like the one where you're like was i bullied for liking the naked brothers band yes oh that one was different yeah this one of me doing the voiceover that has it has 15,000 likes and it's got about 80,000 views right now at the time of me recording. And it took, I'm surprised it took me one tag and I didn't have to spam them. Like, I'm very surprised. Like, hey, and that's yeah. good though. It's pretty good. Seeing the blue check mark, okay, okay, this is great, good work. It, it gives me fucking, uh, it, it's a lot in my brain. I have Ron couldn't even text me when that happened. She was like incapacitated. I screamed so loud. I would always My so mom loud. had to tell me because <laughs> Siobhan couldn't fucking type. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. type. I think I dropped my fucking eyeshadow palette on the ground. I was so excited. But now I'm just I'm dying to know which one of them it was. I'm pretty sure it was Alex, but like still. Yeah, you know? because Alex knows what side to side by Ariana Grande is, and Nat has no idea. I cannot get over that. Like, Nat, please get a little bit more cultured. But that makes like, that's great that you listen to, to me. Like, that's great that you listen to Elliot Smith, but like, listen to Ariana <laughs> Grande Smith's as well. Most you know, depressing songs. Oh that, my god! Okay, I was, that song has been stuck in my head for like four days. Because when you don't call me back, <laughs> I almost have a heart attack. Heart attack. I imagine, I imagine you at the beach, laughing with guys, better looking than me. I'm having a great time listening to that. To the lag because of Nat Wolf, and I hate it here. It's great. It's really great. But oh my god, what else was was I saying? It was about. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Elliot Smith's most depressing song, I watched Stuck in Love the other day. Oh, God. When they're sitting there in the car listening to Between the Bars. Oh, my God. That song is so fucking sad. Like, it's hard to even, like, emphasize how sad that song is. Dude, Stuck in Love slaps. It's a great movie. It's a a Josh Boone joint. (laughs) Greg Kinnear playing the dad, as always. Is there anything more that we can add about this episode or about this week? This isn't about the episode, but I just want to give a quick shout out to Mary for editing all of our shit. And oh making my God, it sound for good real. Thank you, guys. Mary is just like so good at having a podcast. Like we would not know what the fuck we are doing without Mary. She Truly. just she knows her way around Anchor and around Soundtrap. And like, we are eternally grateful. Seriously. Thank you guys. Means the of world. Course. I'm just glad that That's you're our shout out. Validating my world and my existence. We love it. We love it. Okay, I gotta finish. We can watch. I gotta finish my friend Dahmer. Yeah, I have to finish it. I fell asleep to that movie once, and I need to finish it real bad. How can you fall asleep to something like that? Because I fall asleep to anything. I honestly, if I'm watching a movie, or if you ask me if I have seen a movie, I guarantee I either slept through it or had sex through it. Love it. I gotta start recommending you movies that you can't fall asleep or have sex through. Like watch a Serbian. Like I, like, grab the Serbian film sometime. <laughs> dead ass once had sex through like the middle hour of Hereditary, and That's like disgusting. <laughs> That's awful. Woke yeah. up at the end when Peter is ascending into the the treehouse. I, I have a really good idea. Okay, so one of my favorite influencers, her name's Kelly Eden. She like is very well known for like decorating her house all fancy and like painting everything in her house to her liking mm-hmm. behind her fridge. She has, she painted a Nick Cage summoning circle, like with an arcane symbol and everything on the fucking behind back. Fridge? Yeah. Behind her fridge on the wall where like it wasn't painted. I want to do that, but to write, but to draw the sigil of payment and then put a picture of King payment behind it. Oh my God. <laughs> Siobhan, why the fuck do you want to do that? Because, Natalie, I have dreams and aspirations. Yes, but they <laughs> Why wouldn't I do that? I will never forget during all of the protests and riots back in June when 
<laughs> Alex Wolf fucking leaked Keith Ellison's phone number on Instagram, and I tweeted them back, and I just said, "Hail Payman!" Like that was the greatest moment in my life. Oh, yeah. My so God. for for context, Keith Ellison is one of uh, our state rep. I think I believe. Hold on, let me fact check this really quick. Keith Ellison. Yeah, he's the Attorney General of Minnesota. I was like, I, I was like, state representative. No, he's the Attorney General of Minnesota, and he just fucking dropped his phone number over Instagram. He's like, I've been calling Keith Ellison for the past fucking hour trying to get this figured out, you know, like in relation to the case of, you know, Derek Chauvin's arrest. And it's like, go off. Go off, King. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. There's also the really infamous video, well, it's infamous to me, of Alex trying to give a Pepsi to the NYPD. I have not seen this. What the fuck? He's hanging out with David. I'm going to find it. But there's he tries to fucking give... There's some altercation with the cops going on, and Alex walks up to the cops and hands them a bottle of Pepsi. It's so fucking funny, because you've seen the commercial with Kendall Jenner, right, Nat? No, actually. Where she, where she tries to end police brutality and racism by giving them a can of Pepsi. No, I have, I have no idea what this is. I'm going to send it to you. Okay, great. Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial. It's fucking awful, is what it is. It's that sounds pretty it's outrageous. A, it's a pretty it's a pretty it's a pretty outrageous commercial. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love Alex so much. Hail oh, Payman. Fucking hail. <laughs> but I think that's all I have for this episode. Yeah, me too. Same Z's. Dude, next episode is Fishing for Love and oh my god, I think I have the most notes on it. So y'all be sure to tune in next week. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's going to be fucking fun. We're going to go to the beach, beach, let's go get away. And it's going to be so in sick. Our, in our blazer t-shirt and swim trunks. <sighs> Super Cooper. Super Cooper. Super Cooper. <laughs> my man. Super Cooper. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh my god, Mary! <laughs> Super Cooper. I hate it here. Love it. Okay. Well, that's a wrap. Be sure to follow us <laughs> All right. on Instagram at NBB underscore recaps. We like to go live on it sometimes and it's really fun yeah, to meet do. you guys. I'll have to do that sometime soon. Truly. I just played the Naked Brothers Band video game on live and it was so fun. It was I good. saw that. It was so funny. It was very good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. This is the Unclothed Sisters podcast. I'm Siobhan. I'm Mary. And I'm Natalie. Peace out, alien clones. <laughs> Peace the fuck out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.